Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Palo Alto Networks has the broadest, most comprehensive cybersecurity for private cloud, public cloud, and SaaS environments because secure clouds are happy clouds. Protect yours today at go.paloaltonetworks.com slash secure clouds. Travis Kalanick doesn't need a new COO. He needs a new CEO by Davey Alba. Have you heard? Uber is hiring. CEO Travis Kalanick wants a chief operating officer. He apparently came to this decision in the midst of the company's worst PR crisis yet. Accusations of a misogynistic company culture, a Google lawsuit, and allegations that it misled regulators with phantom rides leave the company in an almost permanent state of damage control. Hiring a COO almost certainly is Kalanick's attempt to show that he and his company can grow up. But COO doesn't stand for Chief Optics Officer. The title of Chief Operating Officer suggests that anyone Silicon Valley's quintessential tech bro hires would strive to improve Uber's operations. Just look at what Sheryl Sandberg accomplished after stepping in at Facebook, led at the time by painfully awkward 24-year-old Mark Zuckerberg or the harmonious relationship former Google CEO Eric Schmidt forged with co-founders Larry Page and Sergey Brin while providing a healthy dose of what Schmidt unapologetically called adult supervision. Bringing in a top exec can drastically alter the trajectory of a company. But Uber doesn't suffer from an operations problem. To the contrary, the company excels at operations. Uber suffers from an image problem coupled with a culture problem. And that, as they say, starts at the top. To truly fix its problems, Uber shouldn't hire a new COO. It should hire a new CEO. From the start, Uber prided itself on a strategy of asking for forgiveness, not permission. 
Simply put, the company is a corporate jerk. It barges into cities and markets, thumbing its nose at local rules and regulations. It generates no end of bad press. And yet it thrives, expanding into new countries and attracting billions in funding. Until now, it seemed the company could simply do whatever it wanted. Consequences be damned. This crisis feels different. Susan Fowler's public declaration of the sexism and misogyny she endured there shook the tech industry, and other Uber employees stepped forward and spoke out. Customers took a stand with the viral hashtag Delete Uber campaign after the company appeared to take advantage of airport protests against President Trump's travel ban. It didn't help that Kalanick briefly served on Trump's Economic Advisory Council, a seat he surrendered amid public protest. Investors started lambasting the company. Insiders feel free to leak damaging information to the press. Anyone taking the job of COO gets to wade right into this mess. Sometimes you need a COO to fix a mess. Sandberg found herself at a company primarily interested in building a cool site with zero plans for profit. Some employees considered Sandberg too corporate for the company's hacker culture. She soon convinced Facebook's leadership to take its ad business seriously. The company turned a profit two years later, and now it's a monolith. But you can't easily quantify what may be Sandberg's biggest contribution to Facebook. Forging a partnership with Zuckerberg and becoming his most valuable friend. Their relationship started with Zuckerberg setting aside an hour each Monday morning to meet with Sandberg, according to a New York Times profile. He did the same each Friday. We are constantly flagging things. Nothing ever builds up, she told the Times. The more polished and personable Sandberg complimented a young CEO who had difficulty with public speaking. She constantly defended him, advocated for him, and helped him grow into a leader. A new COO might do the same to soften Kalanick's rough edges and help him behave like an adult. But the Zuckerberg-Sandberg relationship went beyond personality. It focused on business. Uber's business doesn't need help. A week before the hashtag DeleteUber trended in January, Uber reportedly held more than 80% of the ride-hailing market. Lyft gained a few percentage points in the wake of the campaign and saw its market share climb a bit more after Fowler's explosive blog post. And yet Uber has still seen downloads of its app linger above average in recent weeks, even if negative reviews run rampant. It still dominates the ride-hailing business it pioneered. None of this is to say optics don't matter, especially in Silicon Valley, where intense competition for talent requires keeping employees happy. Public image falls under the rubric of operations because no one wants to work for a company with a lousy reputation and sophomoric culture. If Uber can't figure that out, the employees who actually keep the service running may start leaving. On its face, hiring a new COO lets Kalanick show employees that he's serious about getting leadership help. But as gestures go, few may buy it. Most investors and potential employees would only be impressed if the CEO stepped down, says John Sullivan, a human resources strategist and management professor at San Francisco State University. The problem is Kalanick seems reluctant to surrender control. 
That stands in stark contrast to Page and Bryn, who relinquished command to Schmidt early on, a decision that arguably made Google the dominant and dominantly profitable company it is today. In that light, Kalanick's commitment to bring on a new COO leaves Uber in an awkward position that doesn't address the fundamental problem. It's too small a public act to be an effective statement, and it carves out a position for someone to address operational issues that don't exist. Uber needs a complete turnaround and not merely a tweak, says Sullivan. Only one person can turn things around at Uber, and his best chance of doing that comes when he steps aside. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.